0: Welcome, everybody, back to the pod. I'm Gurleen. I'm Taj. So last couple episodes, we came at you. We didn't really have a title. I think we've decided to go with the Backyard Spiral. Well, because we're backyard football players. So (laughs) welcome to episode three of the Backyard Spiral. All right. Now, the first thing I kind of want to talk about. So as we mentioned, we're going to be trying to follow some Premier League soccer. And in particular, we're going to try to follow Liverpool. That's going to be our team. So Liverpool just got... They had their match on the 13th against Chelsea. And it got off to a good start. Our boy, Luis Diaz, scored in the 18th minute. Things were looking good. But then they Chelsea ended up tying with Axel... De Sassi, I probably butchered that, but he scored in the 37th minute and then we couldn't do anything about it. So we ended up with a tie there.
1: With this game, especially being like our first game, I wasn't sure what to expect fully, but I'd heard of Chelsea before, so I knew they'd be good. But weird feeling coming out with a tie. You don't know if it's good, bad, how to go about it.
0: Yeah, I think, it's early. I mean, I think there are 36 Premier League games, I think. So it's still early. We got a lot. We got a lot of soccer to be played. Looking at the standings after one match, I mean, again, it's just one one match, so it doesn't really make a big deal. But you had Newcastle, Brighton, Man City, Arsenal, Crystal Palace. It's a tiny team. Fulham, they're small. They all won. Man you won their game. And then we have a lot of draws. So we ended up drawing with Chelsea, as we said. I think we'll be all right. My expectations, based off of what I've read about our players, based off of some of our signings in the offseason, are pretty high. I think we should finish definitely top four. I think we we should possibly be able to finish top two. But again, this is a long season, so we'll see where we go.
1: Yeah. And it was good to see everyone playing together. Just a few missed opportunities during the first half with the breakaway that Mo Salah had scored. And then they even called it a goal, put the point up. So we went up 2-0 for a second. And then when you watch the replay, it was like his hand, like like barely he was like in front of the other guy and yeah, then that- got called back.
0: I think I read that they're trying to change the, the offside rule to be where basically like your whole body has to be in front. I think I read that somewhere. I think that would make sense I, this whole stuff with like, oh, his hand was in front or like his head was in front. He had one toe in front of the guy. Like yeah. that kind of stuff is kind of dumb. Yeah. It kind of takes away from the soccer being played. So hopefully they can change that. But I think as we watch a little bit more of it, we'll probably get more used to it yeah. too.
1: And it was dumb when it happened to Mo Salah, but we'll take it because...
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Chelsea if it, if also, it happens yeah. against us, yeah. yeah if and yeah. when it happens against us, we'll take it. We have... They a- had one, too. They did. A- <laughs> yeah, they did. They had one that got called back. We have a match tomorrow against Bournemouth. It's going to be... Yeah, I think we should be able to win that one, definitely. I think we should start getting into the winner's bracket. Then we have a tough yeah. game. At Newcastle, I think Newcastle did pretty well last year. They're expected to do pretty well this year. So that that will be an interesting game. Hopefully, we can come out with a win in that one. But I think this is going to be a nice long season. And we'll kind of find a flow. The team will start playing the way I think everyone expects them to. I'm I'm looking forward to it because I think even that first game was pretty exciting for me. It's very different than... It's very different than obviously than the other sports we watch, but it's very different than American soccer too. I've followed MLS and it's a different game in England.
1: Definitely. And even watching the Premier League guys now, you and I both have tried, we're, we're both new to it, but now that we've started playing a little more soccer ourselves, you appreciate all the passes they make, all the touches they get, and just like how fast they're able to move with the ball. Cause that's just a different level for them.
0: Definitely. I think, yeah, what I've seen, I casually followed soccer before, as I mentioned, I, a little bit of MLS, whenever the World Cup's going on. And the announcers get really excited about these passes or they get really excited about like, oh, I first never touch got it. or what. And I was like, man, what are you guys talking about? Nothing happened. But <laughs> yeah. now that like you mentioned, we I, I've kind of played it a little bit. You've kind of played it a little bit, just very casually. Weekend beer kind of leagues, yeah. but even then, it's like when the ball comes at you, it's hard to control it with your feet, and it's hard oh, to gosh. not have it just taken away from you. So it's pretty impressive what they can do, honestly.
1: It was a real wake up call when we'd be playing with little cousins and they'd be balling out on us. So especially appreciate what everybody's doing now. Just, I
0: know, like, yeah, how they play, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. What else is going on? I think right now is kind of always a, a dead period in sports. I don't really follow too much baseball. I know which teams are in the playoff hunt. I know all that. But this yeah. year, there isn't a lot going on that front. Plus, everything kind of in baseball heats up in, in September anyway. Preseason football going on right now. That's not very exciting either. I just always hope yeah. that none of our key players get injured. So I'm a Seahawks fan obviously. That's my team. I have other teams in other sports, but the Seahawks are my true sports love. So definitely trying to be hopeful that we don't have any big injuries to any of our key players coming coming out of the preseason.
1: Yeah. What I was going to say as well is let's since the season's coming up, I don't know if this episode will be out by then, but let's predict each other's week 1 matchups, scores and what we think is gonna happen. So we got the Browns first. I'm a Bengals fan and we got the Browns week one in Cleveland. So who do you think wins that game? And what's your score prediction?
0: You got the Browns in Cleveland. I think it depends. I think it depends for you. If Joe Burrow plays, I think if Joe Burrow plays you win, you probably win something like 24 to 17. I think it might be close because I think the Browns are a sneaky good team, even though Deshaun Watson, whenever he did play last year, played terrible. Yeah, Yeah, I think if Joe Burrow plays, I think you'll be fine. I think you'll win. If they're cautious and they don't play Joe Burrow, I think you probably lose that game.
1: Really? Okay, yeah. I just don't know what to expect from Deshaun Watson. And I do agree with that Joe Burrow thing. If we Obviously, if he plays, we have such a bigger chance. And I just think it's a must-game win because, first off, it's week one. And for some reason, it feels like that just matters more. And secondly, it's a division rival. And as my friends who are Browns fans always tell me, that they own us. So this is a big game for me, my friend group, and just must-win for us.
0: Yeah, you don't want to lose that first game. <laughs> it kinda, you, know, <laughs> you don't want to get off to a bad start. But I'd rather lose the first game and win like the next three than win yeah. the first one and the star loses. <laughs> yeah. Our Last year schedule, we lost uh, week
1: yeah, one as well, and it was to the Steelers. So that was just a sour taste to begin the season with.
0: Yeah, I don't know about the Steelers, man. I, I don't know about Kenny Pickett, to be honest with you.
1: Really? I think he's low-key going to take a big step this year. But I don't know what kind of line they have and all that stuff either, but I think he's definitely going to make a big jump. But the guy who I really got my eye on is Justin Fields. I think he's going to lead his team to the playoffs.
0: That Yeah, that whole... Like, everybody's, like, having Justin Fields be, like, a sneaky MVP and the, I don't know the, about MVP. the Bears they're talking about making the playoffs. I don't really see it. I mean has he even thrown the ball for 200 yards in a game? I can't, I yeah, can't I mean, remember if he has. I'm enough. sure he probably has, but like still it's that bad where like the guy can, he just doesn't throw. Yeah, And so I'm not saying he can't throw. I think he has a good arm and all that, but he's not comfortable with the passing game yet in the NFL. I don't know. Like people are like, oh, but, Jalen Hurts did it well not everybody has that leap not everybody gets to make that and not everybody has that same level of coaching staff right like like I think Pat Mahomes for example would have been great if he didn't play for Andy Reid but maybe it would have taken him a little bit longer I think coaching does matter I don't know about I think the Bears have a first year staff yeah I don't know about that that Justin Fields one looking at my team the Seahawks we open up the season at the Rams. Okay. The Rams oh, for oh. some reason always give us trouble. Well, I say for some reason, I know the reason it's Aaron Donald. He <laughs> we have we don't have we don't have the best interior I I don't want to offend my guys, but we don't have the best interior offensive lineman. We just don't have the best offensive line in general, yeah. and Aaron Donald is just such a beast. He blows up our games. Every time. But I think this year we should be a lot better than them. So I have us winning that game. I think the better game for us early on is going to be the Lions. So we play the Lions week two.
1: In Detroit. Okay.
0: And people are saying like the Lions are going to be a playoff team. The Lions are a low key Super Bowl contender. I I don't know what the hell they're talking about. I mean, this team (laughs) hasn't even made the playoffs but i think they should be good i think they're a good team it'll be interesting i'm very interested in that game i think if we win that game it's probably going to be indicative of our season i think we're going to be okay yeah. we looking at the schedule here we play you guys in uh week 5 oh uh, yeah is that in
1: cincinnati or is it week in week 5
0: in yeah. cincinnati yeah okay in the jungle i think if it was i think if it was Okay. To be honest, I think the Bengals are the better team. I think it does depend again on Joe Burrow. I don't know. They've been kind of weird about what's up with Joe Burrow. They haven't really said like what his injury is, how long they plan on uh, keeping him out. If he's back and he's, you know, found his groove and he's, he's ready to go. I think you guys beat us at home for sure, but you never know with injuries and all that. You never know. So Just, yeah, right now, just as a fan of football and just as a fan of the Seahawks, just hoping really nobody really gets injured across the league. Obviously, that's not going to happen. People are going to get injured, but hopefully no big time injuries to to some really key guys. I'm excited. I think the Seahawks should be good. I think the Bengals should be good. It might. I don't know if I trust my boy Gino as much, Ah, but I can't write him off like that. I can't write him off. He had a great season last year. I'm just—I was going to say this. I'm hoping this might be like a Super Bowl preview type of thing, but with the Bengals, I can definitely see them going to the Super Bowl. The Seahawks, I—it'd it, be a pleasant surprise. It'd be tough. It'd be tough. It'd be tough. I, I that, think though, if there's some good wins, teams, but the I, yeah, the I think the NFC is a little bit easier.
1: Really? Yeah, I guess with the Jets on the come up, we the Chiefs obviously. Pat Mahomes, the best quarterback in the game right now, and you can't even. Talk badly about the Bills. They're obviously a great team too. And then who who else we got? We got the Dolphins. We don't know what we're going to get from them.
0: Yeah, I don't know about Tua. Hopefully he stays healthy. If he stays healthy, they should be a good team.
1: Yeah. And going to Europe, you talked about your week one matchup. I think I'd probably take... Do you say it was in Seattle or in LA?
0: That one is going to be in Seattle. Okay, okay. And you made a good point about Aaron Donald. I don't, honestly, it doesn't
1: matter how good or bad your, your linemen are because that guy, he'll get past anybody. And especially us having to play him in the Super Bowl two years back. I know dang well he, he without him, we might have won that, won the big game and just brought it home. But I think I'd probably have to give it to, I want Seattle to win, but I think LA takes it because of their because of Cooper oh, Cup coming back
0: oh come on man Stafford. that that's a, oh get out of here we're i'm not worried Super about Curry. the rams honestly really? i'm not worried about the rams how we're about like two that two
1: years removed they have a lot of the same guys and i get you did, did you guys get wagner back
0: Yep, we got wagner back the wow. the greatest player in seahawks history shout out number 2 would be the boy steve largent we used to have a quarterback here that was pretty good but i can't seem to remember his name yeah come on man
1: can't be going off of that being a sports fan obviously every game can't be a win every game can't go exactly how you want it so let's go through our best and worst sports moments as fans throughout everything top bottom so do you want to kick that off or should i
0: Since you brought it up, I'll let you kick it off. All right. I'll finish with the good
1: moments, so I'll start with the bad. But I think the first sport that I really started watching pretty deeply was basketball, and that was in 2013. So when LeBron came back and he announced that in 2014, that was a big deal, especially for the whole state of Ohio. It was the man's back. But the one thing when everybody always asks me the worst moment as a sports fan, I got to think to the first series of the first playoff round I ever experienced. it's We're playing Boston. We're up 3-0 in the series. It's first quarter, game four. And no disrespect to Boston fans, but we're getting ready to sweep them. And a shot goes up. Kevin Love's fighting with... Also, shout out Kevin Love came to us from Minnesota from with the trade with Andrew Wiggins. That was a great pickup. And he's playing in his first playoffs as well. And Kelly Olenek just rips his arm out of the socket and Kevin love does not play another minute in the playoffs. And I get that was the first round. So it didn't cost us a championship in the finals, but I think it low key did. I think if we have Kevin love, which we ended up losing Kyrie in the finals, I think if we t- have Kevin love, LeBron gets that extra help and we beat that inexperienced golden state warriors team at the time. And Kelly Linick, if you're listening and I know you are, wait, 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 Cleveland wait, wait. remembers
0: that. Was that first? Was that first Golden State Championship without the first one? So that, yep. Okay.
1: So that team was pretty unexperienced. It was Clay's first time in the playoffs. I think it was Steph's, but I'm not 100% sure. But that was a very young team. That was. And we still took them to six.
0: That kicked off the dynasty.
1: Ah, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, we got our revenge in 2016. Shout out to 2016 Cavs. But. That 2015 one is what could have been.
0: I think for me the best one is easy, I think the Seahawks winning the Super Bowl 48 oh, yeah. to 3 or 43 to 8 against Peyton Manning and the Broncos. That was probably the best um that was easily the best. I mean it was a terrible game, don't get me wrong. It was 43 to 8 wasn't even close, but I enjoyed every second of it. I think the worst Happen the very next year, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's tough I couldn't imagine.
1: I don't really want to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Every, everyone knows. Yeah, everyone knows.
0: I just can't. Uh, I, I couldn't imagine sitting there like, seeing it. Just, not, I mean, all right, just run the ball, first of all. Just run the ball. Yeah. And if you're going to throw a pass, don't throw a slant on the one-yard line.
1: Yeah, I don't know what the You're going
0: into the entire defense. Sorry. You got the safety. There's only 10 yards worth of room. All right. You got yeah. the, the linebackers, the safeties, the corners, all within at a maximum 10 yards of the ball. What are you doing? Throwing a slant on the one. It was the worst play call of Pete Carroll's Seahawks career. Maybe the worst play call in NFL history. Honestly, terrible call. Hate losing and I hated losing to Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. Ah, the ops, Tom Brady.
1: Uh, At least you got a ring, though. Say, at least you got got a ring.
0: Should have been two. And actually, I have to have a special mention for worst sports moments. It was Super Bowl 40 against the Steelers, which is it was. It it's it felt like a completely rigged game the entire time. I know what's coming. Right? Yeah, we, we got a, a say. punk ass offensive pass interference call on Jackson. What was his first name? A player for you or Darryl, there? for us? Daryl Jackson was a receiver. Let me just look this up to make sure. I
1: hear about this game quite frequently. Actually, I have a friend who's a big Steelers fan. Shout out to him. And he brings up every win, everything they've ever done in the last 10 years, even though it's in the past, but that's the
0: Steelers fans. It was, man, it was Daryl Jackson. All right. Daryl he had a, a, it was a terrible pass, off, a offensive pass interference call. He, terrible. That should have been a touchdown. <laughs> they There was a Ben Roethlisberger scramble that they caught a touchdown where the ball never co- uh, crossed the, the goal line. Uh, what was that uh, score? Must have been close. Oh, the score was—I have like a one touchdown game. Now I think it was a two touchdown game, but we would have—it wouldn't have been if, if the things had gone the way they should have. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Steelers Seahawks Super Bowl. Let's look this up. Super Bowl Forty. I had a—I had a jersey from that from that game. Oh, Shout out Matt Hasselbeck. Maybe one day I'll get one. A Super Bowl win. 21-10. Ah,
1: 11-point game. One play. I know exactly what you mean when you say one play could have changed the game because seven points off for them, seven points for you. That's huge. Puts it to a Google.
0: Yeah. So, that was, that was, I hated that game. So, I've had a lot of heartbreak as a Seahawks fan. That that one champ, it feels like the Seahawks didn't accomplish as much as they should have. I don't, yeah. Um, Legion of Boom, it, yeah. It feels like that Legion of Boom has a bigger mystique than the championships showed for it. I still love all those guys. I think Richard Sherman's a Hall of Famer. I think Earl Thomas got weird at the end, but... You know. got weird. <laughs> yeah. As a player on the field, probably Hall of Famer. If Cam Chancellor played longer, it would have been a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Bobby Wagner's first ballot. Love. Oh, him. love
1: Bobby. Love Bobby. Wags. That's what you sign up as a sports fan, though. Like you gotta, I you gotta go through all that heartbreak, all the Super Bowl, NBA, all the injuries. But then when you win that one, it's just enough. And I never mentioned mine, but my best one, my best memory as a sports fan forever will be. I don't know what can top this, but the 2016 Cavs winning that championship. And it just means so much because not only was that LeBron's promised ring, that was his first ring in Cleveland, got ended the drought of 52 years, but they were ready to put that Warriors team on a throne, saying it was the best team in history. Obviously, they had the most wins, but just coming back from that 3-1 lead was one of the most satisfying accomplishments as a sports fan. And uh, like I said, I don't even want to say his name, but that guy in 2015, if that didn't happen, we could have got back to back. LeBron would have had another one. And he knows Cleveland remembers. He was a, I remember this report coming out where people Kelly, were like Kelly Olinick. Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Like people were like Cleveland fans were crazy. They were getting ready to go travel all the way to Boston. Like just to look for him. Everybody was infuriated and, and, Cleveland remembers. The North remembers.
0: The oh, Academy. that's a little, that's a little bit much, man. I don't know. Ask Kevin Love about it. He'll tell you. I love Kevin Love, though. We
1: always wow. see him uh, shoot around in New York at the one place.
0: At that, I think that's like an apartment building, The yeah. Summit. Summit. Yeah, stick. Yeah, that's. I just actually just. Uh, I I recently just went to new york i i love new york city um great city. great city honestly great food great coffee great bookstores it's like all that type of stuff that i love that low-key kind of stuff I, yeah i don't need too much in terms of like i hate going and seeing sites and stuff i hate doing the touristy stuff
1: bro we, yeah i no, we always gotta drag you to that stuff but yeah
0: you gotta drag <laughs> me out there but <laughs> What I love is like the, you go to like a low key neighborhood cafe or you go to a neighborhood bakery or something, you get them good eats. So New York is probably the best place for that. I I love it. But yeah, I just wanted to, speaking of the summit out there, uh, I was just in New York.
1: The food in New York is just so, it's so top tier. It's just like anything you want from dessert to dinner, lunch, like you said, breakfast even, they just have... A Michelin star place. That's perfect for it. And another thing is getting to these places from when we'd walk to our hotel, to the store or where we were going, you just never know who you're going to see. That's what I like to, you can be see one guy on this block and then just run to anybody else. I always see Kevin Love or celebrities post and they're just at these random places that we've been. I'm like, we could have seen them if we were there.
0: I think last time we went there together, or no, I wasn't there with you, but I saw, so I lived there for a few months and I would see like Michael Imperioli from uh, The Sopranos walking around yeah. in the park all the time. That's- I saw, I think when we were together, we'll go with this. I can't confirm it we'll for go sure, it. but uh, we're pretty sure we saw Mbappe um, on Fifth Avenue doing like a private event type of thing, Yeah, which was crazy. So, yeah, New York is always a cool time. And the cool thing is, like, nobody really gives a shit. Like, even if you are famous, like, nobody really bothers you or anything. It seems like people are pretty chill. And so that, that's got to be pretty cool. But, yeah, speaking of New York, I mean, the Jets, I think. I think the Jets are a little bit overrated. Yeah, you said that last time,
1: too. But I I don't know, man. I think they have AFC championship potential this year. They just signed Cook since last time we talked. Like, well.
0: like getting to the game. Yeah, yeah like getting okay, to the game. Yeah, because I think the favorites in the AFC, as long as Pat Mahomes is playing with the Chiefs, I think they should be the favorites every year. Honestly. Oh yeah, yeah of course. I think he makes that big a difference. Um, do I think? I think the Bills are a little bit overrated.
1: I agree. I think Josh Allen is a big star, but I just don't see another piece that's... And I guess Stefan's a great player too. Stefan's a see, great
0: player, but I think I he, there's some there's something up with Stefan Diggs. I don't think he, he likes it there. I think there's something kind of there. Yeah. They've been arguing a lot, so I don't know what's up with him. I think they're a little bit overrated. I think the Jets are overrated because I think everybody's like, oh, Aaron Rodgers... Won MVP two seasons ago. Well, he didn't have a great season last season, and he's two years older than that, right? Yeah. Than, than when he won the MVP. Nathaniel Hackett is the offensive coordinator, and and nobody's really talking about this. Like yeah. he was so ass as a coach. Like he was so trash. As where he coach the Broncos, man. Last year. Oh shoot. Okay. got out the Broncos because we got the fifth pick. I think it might have been the sixth pick, but we we got Devin Witherspoon, who I think is going to be solid for us. But yeah, like, come on, that was trash. Everybody's expecting them to be good. I don't know.
1: Yeah. What I'll say about the AFC this year is I think the number one seed is going to be more valuable than ever. Just getting that one week by in the playoffs, I think it's going to give a team such a big advantage. That I think whoever gets the one seed, this is my first take, whoever gets the one seed in the AFC is going to the Super Bowl.
0: I think I'll I'll actually do you one better. I think if the Chiefs get the number one seed, it's the biggest advantage. Or Buffalo. The Chiefs or Buffalo getting the number one seed is the biggest advantage. Because I think, for example, I think the Chargers are going to be good. Right? Yeah. Um, Yeah.
1: I'm not too worried about them. Not gonna lie,
0: but all right. But let's say for the sake of argument, right? Like the Chargers, you got the Dolphins, right? You got those type of teams. Um, you even got the Jaguars, who oh, I think yeah? can be a good team this year. Um, for them to go to a place like Kansas City or Buffalo, which you play, you play deep playoff football. That's going to be cold, probably snowing minus temperatures. Yeah. I mean Kansas City, one of the best uh home field advantages in the league. Up. Arrowhead is one of the loudest stadiums. I mean, I would say we're better, but Arrowhead, one of the best home field advantages. So if they if those two teams in particular get that get that number one seed, I think it it really helps them in terms of making it to the Super Bowl.
1: I agree. Arrowhead is a tough place to play and That's where we punched our first tickets to the Super Bowl, so shout out Arrowhead. But you talked about the cold weather and all that. What about the jungle, though? The jungle gets pretty loud, too, over in Cincinnati.
0: No, definitely. I think Cincinnati has some of the same things going for it in terms of it's cold as hell in the wintertime. Yeah. But I think there's kind of – there's this aura around Arrowhead Stadium, right? Like the Arrowhead fans are loud. They're very loud. Um, Yeah. I think that, honestly, probably the same thing. I would say any of the really good cold weather teams, it's more of uh, of an advantage for them to have. Not that, like, I mean, for example, like you just mentioned, right? Like the Bengals came into Arrowhead and won. So it's not a thing of like, oh, whoever gets wins. No, but it's like if you're a cold weather city going to another cold weather city, Right, if you're a cold weather team going to another cold weather city, I don't think it bothers you. I don't think Cincinnati would give a give a damn going to play in Buffalo or since or Kansas Everyone. City. I don't yeah. think the other two teams would care either. I don't think the Jets exactly would really yeah. care, right? But if you do have to go up against those other good teams that we're expecting, the Chargers, the Dolphins, uh, yeah. the, Miami, uh, Jacksonville. I think for them it's different. I think when when you're used to playing in mid fifties temperatures up until December. And then you have to go to someplace like even Cincinnati where it's like potentially 20 degrees and the wind's blowing and it's snowing. I think even minus sometimes Cincinnati
1: actually holds a record for a coldest game ever played. Yep. With the AFC championship. I forget what year, but that's a good point you make though. Those warm weather cities coming up to play. I, I agree.
0: I think it's hard for them. All right. So we'll go ahead and call it there. We'll see you next time with some more sports takes, some more conversation coming your way. Thanks a lot for listening. Keep it with us.